0: You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Yeah, Frank can kiss the biggest part of my hairy butt after the watching this movie. Jeez, on. I'm sorry people. This is going to be a very angry review for this movie here, being frank. And I didn't think I would ever have this much emotional attachment to Jim Gaffigan, but this is definitely not the reaction I'm sure he was hoping for with this movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like
1: it's it's tough because I love his stand-up and it's odd look at him now. It's like, do you have another family? Oh man! <laughs> like, well, you
0: talk so much about your family, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, is is there a Richie in his life as well? Who's the other father that he uses as his, for himself? <laughs> oh, his, whole, his whole stand-up act is a lie. It's, it's like it's also why it's so robust because he has two different families. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's got so much material. He has two families to base his comedy off of. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Justin Zarian, and over here, we got London. How hey, you doing, buddy? Hey, 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 Always happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, this is Being Frank. the little indie film that came out. Well, technically, it was filmed last year, but it sat on the shelf until this year. I wonder uh, why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, this was directed by a woman named Miranda Bailey, who actually is a producer who's worked on a bunch of stuff, including some movies I actually really like, like Swiss Army Man. She was a producer on that. Oh, wow. Uh, really? The Diary of a Teenage Girl. She was a part of that. <laughs> And she's directed, a, I mean, produced a lot, but then she's been trying to dip her toe in directing lately, and um, she dipped, her, <laughs> she dipped her toe and fell in the pool. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 somebody pushed Jim Gaffigan pushed her into the pool in the last minute. <laughs> um, but also, the guy who wrote this is some guy named Glenn uh, Glenn Lakin, which. I mean, he's not really written anything of note. Oh, he, he helped write one of the Ninjago movies. Oh, boy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, what is being frank about that pissed me off so much? Oh, boy. Let's get started. <laughs> um, so, we follow this main character, Philip, who's being played by Logan Miller, who, you he, know, he's kind of an up-and-coming young actor. He was in, like, Love, Simon and a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he is living a normal life with his mom being played by Anna Gunn, which... That poor woman. <laughs> um, and his sister, who's this kind of obnoxiously cute, like, little girl who acts like a grown-up kind of thing. And then his father, Jim Gaffigan, which, you know, he's frustrated because Jim Gaffigan always seems to be busy. He's taking trips to Japan, you know, on a regular basis. He's got work stuff. He always has to do things. And it's like, oh, why can't I just ever be close to my dad? And I think he doesn't like me, and he doesn't like my family. Uh, so one day, after a bunch of complications... Things happen where he, you know, leaves home for a bit because he's pissed off at his dad who says, oh, you can't go to NYU. Um, and he decides to sneak out with a friend and that leads to a situation where he sees his dad with another woman. And he's like, oh, is he cheating on a much younger girl? Only to realize, oh, no, that's his daughter. And they're going home to meet her mother. Oh, boy. My dad's married to two women. And I'm the other son in a different family. And, um, that's the setup for what actually turns out to be a very sitcom-style movie, because, okay, London, if you found out that anyone in your family, like, let's say your mom or your dad or whoever, like, you know, you found out you were part of a second family, how would you react to this? Swift kick to the nards. (laughs) Right? you think anybody rationally would have that kind of reaction, but, like... It's weird where they're trying to play this weird game of, like, well, I'm angry at my dad, but I don't want to hate my dad, so I have to understand what he's doing, but I want to use him to extort money from him because I can tell mom and this kind of stuff. Yeah, the right okay I'm sorry. The writer who wrote this does not know how teenagers think. No. Like, that's the thing. One, again, like I said, like, where the daughter from the other family is written like an adult, which none of her lines sounds like a 10-year-old. No. But then, two, it's like— it's like he doesn't, underst- like, he understands how teenagers think from the 1980s, it feels like. Like, this feels mm-hmm. like a time capsule movie, and I think, I think it's supposed to be a period piece based takes, on all the... It,
1: it takes place in 1992, like, in the very beginning, it says 1992, and I, I was so put off by that, because I thought, like, oh, it's gonna be a flashback to how this occurred, you know, like, how, you know, this guy met, you know, I, I thought it was gonna be a modern film, and then... It took place yeah, in it could have been like
0: a How I Hated Your Father. That's the name of the sitcom. Yeah, have been yeah
1: you know, though. like, oh, this is how he got a second family. Like, you know, we see the how this occurred. But no,
0: it just takes place
1: in 1992 because they don't want to deal with cell
0: phones. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, literally, <laughs> the only reason this is a period piece is to get rid of all the modern contrivances of online stuff and, you know, with modern technology. <laughs> Which, again, it could have worked if it was clever at all. And that's the thing that pisses me off so much about this movie is that it's supposed to be a farce? I'm assuming based on the reviews I've been looking at from other people. <laughs> Except, if it's a farce, that implies that there's jokes and yeah. humor and funny bits of dialogue. And, um, I didn't laugh once in this whole... No, okay, I had one chuckle that was not on purpose in this movie. It was, like, an incidental laugh. But the comedy in this movie sucks.
1: It, it, it,
0: it... Yeah, no, it... Oh,
1: God. Okay, let's... Yeah, let's start from there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, yeah, that's the main thing, is it's trying, because, okay, you look at the film, and you, it, it has this tone, like, it has that feeling of, like, Juno, but the comedy is, like,
0: late-night, raunchy HBO special. It's like if you did, like, a lesser version of something like Sex and the City with the same kind of, like, shooting techniques and comedy stylings, yeah. but you didn't have any of the good jokes from Sex and the City, yeah, except
1: without any of the, like, well, here's your thing, like, that, uh, uh, without any of the subtle satire, like, because that's supposed to show that these women are shallow and, you know, whatever, and obnoxious, yeah. like, HBO has, oh, there's always, like, this thin layer, like, there's a, there's a, there's the outside humor, and then there's the deeper level of humor, where it's like, you're actually supposed
0: to be commenting on these people. Sure. This never really gets to that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie wants you to, like, sympathize with Jim Gaffigan. It's like, look, he's a dick, and he's a coward, and he's a liar. But you know what? He doesn't hate his families. He loves his kids. He loves his wives. He, he's a just a simple, un- misunderstood guy. It, and you're just like, no why, no. why do you want us to like this dude? He's an a-hole throughout this movie. No, okay, first of all,
1: the, the, the biggest problem, like... That, that that premise is we start off from the, we, okay, our whole point, okay, I don't know if our whole point of view, but most of our point of view is from the son. The yeah. son from the, I'm just going to call it family A, family one. Just mm. so easy, easy so the Yeah, the son, f- f- Philip, Philip's character. Yeah, you know, so the son from family one, which is Annie Gunn, and, you know, the, has a sister and it has him. And in that family, it shows that, because in the beginning, the father's kind of being, Kind of a dick to him because he's being he's cold and then he says like oh you can't go to NYU and and then he also says um it shows that there's this and this is awkward scene which is terribly edited by the way but let's get I'll get to that in a sec but there's a scene where the the mother is bringing in groceries it's just uh, I need help and yeah. there's arguing the whole the the son and the father are arguing the whole time and she's just bringing the groceries they never get her never get her help I'm like okay you're a dick. <laughs>
0: No, seriously, that's the thing that, I mean, from the, from the get-go, I'm like, why am I supposed to sympathize with Jim Gathkins character? He clearly doesn't like Anna Gunn in this movie. Like, no. he says he does, but then when you hear his story about how that whole thing happened, you're just like, wow, you really just don't like Anna Gunn very much. You, you, almost, you almost stay with her out of obligation. Like, you felt sorry for her. And uh, it's just so condescending the way that's played off. And yet the movie's just like, oh, but you know it's like no we don't know sorry
1: yeah yeah and i'm just a quick note to editing just uh i just want to get so we'll always stay on that that scene i noticed that the editing there's a shot where uh, Jim Gaffigan, he takes a beer. He's sitting. He's standing on one side of the the kitchen, and then it cuts, and he's standing on another side of the kitchen. Oh, god! And that's just automatic. auto back. I'm like, and this is like early on. I'm like, oh god, that, that's literally minute like two of yeah, the movie. I'm
0: like really? It's like already this type of you already got Bohemian Rhapsody level editing. Over. No, it wasn't. There wasn't like thirty <laughs> cuts in two seconds in this movie like that. But you know, that's the thing. Like, it's just. It's just so frustrating to watch this movie. And, like, I'm trying to be removed from this, but having had some personal family issues that very not exactly mimic this, but on the same level of, like, emotional devastation like this, mm-hmm. you'd think the last thing they would do is just treat it so lightly the way they do in this movie. Because, seriously, this is... Like, when we say it's a sitcom, this is directed like a sitcom. It's got the same style of set-up jokes. People talk about themselves in the way that sitcom characters talk. Just like, oh, well, I can't seem to get along with my dad because he never lets me do anything. But when you have this, oh, well, that's this. You know, I like just set up for punchlines. And it's just, it's just done so limp and lifeless throughout a lot of that stuff that... It's just, you feel like there should be a deeper, more interesting movie about the subject matter. Because it's like, sure, bigamy is kind of a big issue, especially when the dude is lying to both of his wives. But, and we've seen shows like Big Love do it. Where it's like, okay, Big Love actually addresses polygamy in a very weird, odd, but still not, like, ignoring the fact that it's kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Where this one, is just, it's just a setup for a traditional sitcom. Like, literally, this feels like a backdoor pilot movie. You know, just like, oh, well, you know, tune in for Being Frank, the series, coming out next week, you know?
1: Yeah, and one season, one one episode is with this family, other episode is with the other family. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but, and that's the thing, too, like, you think that Philip, like... You know, Philip is reacting properly for a good part of the movie where he's like, yeah, you're a dick because you lied to my mom and you're lying to this woman as well. Yeah, and
1: and our family, we get the cheaper generic
0: foods. We don't get to go out as much, but the other family apparently does. Okay, that's the thing that made me angry. (laughs) Again, it's the the fact that there's this whole emotional manipulation with Philip's character where, you know, for one, you see that, yeah, Anna Gunn and her family live – A pretty modest, basic lifestyle. But then the other wife lives in a very nice house. She has, like, clothing. Her family has stuff they need to support themselves. The kids are treated better. They get to pursue
1: their dreams. They get to pursue their
0: dreams. (laughs) And we're supposed to, like, you know, obviously we're supposed to be angry about that. But then the movie tries to have this moment where him and Jim Gaffigan have a heart-to-heart. And he's like, "Oh well, you see, I never wanted to hurt you guys. And, you know, he explains how he got into a situation with being married to to two women, which only it's supposed to excuse his behavior like oh well you see he meant well he's a coward but he he felt bad about it but it only makes him look like even bigger of a dick throughout the story and then the son just goes you know what i understand you dad and you're right and I'm just like, no! No! Yeah, why that's... would he ever sympathize with this dude?
1: No, uh, uh, you know what? An artsy teenager who's into, you know, grunge music and, and wants to become an artist and, you know, and going to NYU would totally have that reaction to have knowing that his father screwed over his whole family this whole time. And he was the... And actually, he was technically the other family because how much he's happier with the,
0: other, with the other group, with Family B. Yeah, and that just there's just so many things here where it feels like it's like psychological and emotional bullying by Jim Gaffigan's character, but it's passed off as humor and sitcom antics. And it just feels so dishonest the way they do that. And, I mean, I got a lot to say about that, because that's really the crux of why I just really don't like this movie at all. Because it's it's just so devious and so sinister, the way that the messages are played. Especially with the way the movie ends, where you're just like, are you serious, movie? Do you... Do you it, is the whole thing about, well, at least the, the mending between father and son has been handled, you know? It, it's, been, it's been fixed, it's been resolved, even though we'll never talk about anybody else involved with these families ever again after this point. Well, uh,
1: I think one odd thing, and this is just from the very beginning I noticed this, the boy has no chemistry with his father, Jim Gaffigan, nor his mother. He just, like, I, I know like there's some sentimental moments with them, but I just feel like he's just not connected to, especially because there's a big portion where um, you know, the the Philip, he's separated from his his own family, like from I call it Family One or Family A from like so long that I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. And then they pop
0: back in like, yeah, yeah, there, okay. That's- well, and see, that's what bothers me so much about that because honestly, I don't think the actors are to blame for a lot of this stuff. Like they, even Jim Gaffigan, they feel like they're all trying. They're trying to make the best out of this material. And it's just frustrating that the material they're given is just so basic and so uninspired. Like it's... <laughs> It's basic and awkward, you know, and, yeah. and that's what it's irritating. You know, I, I, I am
1: completely with you on the fact that I don't blame any of the actors. It's just that the writing is off. Like, okay, like the daughter, the daughter, for instance, you know, oh, which I mean, one? the daughter from family, from family, a, you know, the little okay, girl. Yeah. 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 She, she acts like she acts like a liberal protester, which is odd because like I feel like she's more she seems more like now how they would like the humor her humor it feels like it'll be more for the like more modern and it would be like Yeah, in having
0: 90s. grown up in the 90s I know how those characters would act and that she yeah she feels very atypical for that stuff for that generation
1: yeah so it just and, like honestly that's the most I laughed at because I laughed because how like how stupid it was <laughs> that
0: this little girl was like an adult. Yeah, it was, it was. I just didn't find it very funny. And oh my gosh, I love Anna Gunn ever since Breaking Bad. I think she's an incredibly talented actress and mm. nobody ever gives her good roles. Like, do they just think that she's Skylar? Like, like everyone just hates her. It's like, oh, Skylar hated Walter, so we're gonna never get a good roles. I'm like, why does she just get saddled with this, this generic crap? You know,
1: yeah. It's like, oh, this is this is revenge for breaking for her screwing over Walter White. And
0: breaking <laughs> no, I remember Bad. you you joked how this is almost a sequel to Breaking Bad.
1: <laughs> like, this is what happens to her. She marries another asshole, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and then after and after this film, she marries Barry. That's the twist. <laughs>
0: oh man, that would be that'd be crazy. No, and just again it's just so weird with all that stuff and oh my gosh some of the other creepy weird subplots about this like okay there's some basic ones here like he's got a a best friend who's a skinny effeminate kind of guy who's a wacky best friend and guess what there's a twist with him that you can call my all way oh my Um, god the foreshadowing yeah this movie (laughs) yeah but then there's also like what there's the there's the other brother character um in the other family who's this big lunkhead jock and you almost feel sorry for him because he's like Nobody ever talks about him for most of this movie. He's just there to be the dumb guy, but he's nice, you know, kind of thing. No, but, okay, but, Justin, you mentioned this before.
1: His reactions are the most genuine.
0: Well, n- near the end they are. Like, he, like, when things actually come to a head and he starts to get involved in the plot again, like, near the very last 20 minutes of the movie, like, he responds naturally to everything that's happening there. You're just like, wow, where did this come from? This guy, like, suddenly became a much more interesting character. But the movie doesn't care. But the thing that made me really creeped out here is this whole subplot with Philip and his half-sister where yeah. she doesn't know she's related to him and she starts to be attracted to him. And you're just like, okay, he's not following up on it, but he's not resisting it either. So it makes it creepier that he's like kind of cool with it that's happening.
1: Yeah, that make that really adds more to Philip's character because it's like, why? Do, why are you not like... It's either he's really dense, or but even towards the end it becomes more evident, and it's like, okay, bro, you know what's up? You need to put your
0: foot down, but he just oh God, like I said, it just it it makes his character look worse. Well, that's the thing again. Like maybe they're trying to show a parallel, like oh well, maybe he's just like his dad after all, but that doesn't amount to anything in the end, which makes no. it even more frustrating. And again. If this was meant to be a farce, like it's in those like exaggerated like Shakespearean-style comedy plays, it would be better if it was funny. And this movie's just never funny. And it's probably the least funny when they introduce the other character, the uncle of the friend, where he's this oh, weird, wacky stoner dude who's like, oh yeah, hey man, oh pot
1: humor. <laughs> no, and the first time we see him, he has an exposed, like, you know, he's uh, a nude scene. It's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, if that's for, where we're going. Which now, again, right. it's like, oh, it, butts are funny, isn't that funny? And you're no, just like, hey, no, hey, no, just don't forget about
1: the don't forget about the back. Don't don't think just focus on the back. We see the front too. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, no. That's <laughs> the weird thing too is that this movie, in almost every other way, is PG except for those gratuitous scenes where they just add R-rated content into it. You're just like, wow, uh, a couple edits, and this would have been actually more appropriate for people to watch. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, it would have been better because it wouldn't have been so freaking long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other biggest issue with this movie is that it's about an hour and 50 minutes. And you're just like, there is no gosh dang reason this movie has to be as long as it is. Like, literally the plot should have been over by the hour 20 mark, but then it keeps on going. You're just like, oh, jeez. No,
1: yeah, and, and, and what, there was a, there's um, a, okay, I'm going to go back to like the, the, um Philip. Like, he has his subplot with, he, he has his crush on his other girl. I mean, not I me, mean, I'm sorry. You did not have a crush on his half sister. You only got a crush on no, him. No,
0: no, a got, different girl. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, different no girl. no, no other sorry. incest stuff happens in
1: this. Yeah, yeah thank God. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> I have enough uncomfortable feelings. But anyway, um, so he has this crush on this girl, and they, 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 this whole movie is like this setup for it.
0: And it's like, it amounted to nothing. <laughs> yeah, that literally never gets resolved. Like, he has one scene where he has like a moment with her. And it's literally in the moment, like, like, in the middle of something else happening, he just runs through. It's like, oh, by the way, I love you. And then he just leaves. No, it, and the thing, it just it
1: happens right after this really uncomfortable scene. I'm like, I, are you
0: serious now? is like time. Yeah. This, <laughs> oh, my gosh. God, this movie, I'm, I'm, it's just fresh. Like, you know, at first I was just bored with it. But as soon as more of the message stuff started to come in... I kind of started to actively hate this movie.
1: See, you know what? I felt that way, too. But I was like, because like I, I laughed at the little, the little sister. And then, you know, other than that, I didn't really care. But it, and I was young at some points when, like, they were, like, trying to say, oh, you know, you know, it's okay, you know. The point when the son and the father joined team, like, worked together, that's when I'm like, okay, screw this movie. But it wasn't, actually, when we started talking about it, then I was like, I didn't know it had a message. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because that's literally, the ending of the movie is all about, but see, at least the father and son got together, you know, they, that, at least they're, they're getting along now, they understand each other better, isn't that great?
1: Yeah, but, <sighs> but there's nothing, and, and you're right, there's nothing in the film that supports that, and it's just, oh God. Uh, you know, actually, I was going to, I want to say this real quick, because I thought about, you know, we, we talked about how interesting this premise could be, mm-hmm. and I thought about it, why don't we f- have the point of view from the daughter of family b the one where it's this it's this young this young woman she's going to college she's like she's so excited she has this great family she she loves her dad even though he doesn't come up come over very often all of a sudden this strange boy comes along and you know she gets to know him he seems to be close to her father which is cool she kind of develops these feelings for him and you know but you know she's like hey I, i don't know how this goes and then and then all of a sudden, it turns out, oh my god, you know, my father's this, da 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 And it's revealed from her point of view.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that would be for a much better movie, first of all. But <laughs> that's the thing where it's like, it, it's the fact that you realize how much Philip is being neglected by his father in comparison to this other family. That would at least sympathize you with the main character more in that, yeah, she has this great life. And then she sees this other family that's being totally neglected by the dad, you know? Exactly. And it's like... It would at least, like, try to, like, humanize Philip as well, because there's, at some point when he starts to, you know, team with his dad, that really makes no sense. Like, no. like there's no reason why he should like his dad at any point in this movie. Because the dad, like, the biggest thing that makes you angry about the dad is that he tries to act like he's sorry, but he's only sorry for himself. Yeah. Like, there's never a point when he actually feels like, oh, well, I really made things bad for the, you know, for the wives and that stuff. He's just like, oh, well, at least if I get caught, I'll throw myself in traffic and maybe they won't hate you yeah. know, and you're just like, dude, you're such an a-hole.
1: <laughs> no, no, it, it, he is. And then, okay, I think what's odd is that the film, the dialogue, and the, 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 the visual storytelling contradict one
0: another. Well, the dialogue is written for, I don't know if much a deeper movie, but it's directed like a sitcom, almost.
1: Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, the dialogue is everything that, like, when a character's, what they say, it's kind of attacking, it's showing that he's in the wrong. But visually the, the way it's shot it's kind of painting him in a more positive light
0: yeah. like
1: it, it never like they always show him in in something sentimental or they convey him in like well you know he 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 means well or something like that and it's like it, they're both conflicting with one another like the, the movie like the characters say he's terrible, but the movie portrays him in a
0: positive way so it's like yeah, what, what is it? <laughs> they'll come in with like some musical score just like a oh but you should feel sorry for him he means well
1: exactly
0: yeah it's i don't know i don't want to talk about this movie anymore i'm just yeah, no, frustrated I, I, with it i'm i'm sorry i requested this almost i'm just like, <laughs> cuz again the trailer for one thing at least the the thing that I thought was a big spoil in the trailer actually happens early in this movie, where I'm like, "Wow, spoiling the fact that he has a other family." It's like, no, nope, they address that in like minute thirteen of yeah, this thing, exactly. so it's but not like it's a no. huge twist. They drag on, no, but
1: there, there is another spoiler. But you know what? Qu- quite frankly, um, screw them because uh, <laughs> they spoil in <laughs> the trailer. So it's it's in the. I'm just gonna spoil it in the movie. There's a awkward scene with him and his
0: half sister, and. Uh, yeah yeah which that one happens near the very end but thankfully nothing happens from it you know no
1: <laughs> no and, and, you know, th- yeah thankfully but like i said it's in the trailer so and this movie sucks so i'm um, hey all well. so <laughs> yeah just,
0: no it's it's really just frustrating with this movie so uh yeah. do you want to give your final thought <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey my phone okay first of all here's my um final thought of i i'm glad that i uh got to speak with this with you justin because like i said you opened my eyes a little bit more <laughs>
0: <So
1: I'm laughs> terrible. This is. the first I revealed I was, the second
0: family of the review here because
1: <laughs> the first i was gonna write it off like okay it's a whatever movie but you're right the message brought it the rating down so much more for me so um let's see uh yeah it just like i said it it's it's a it does feel like a collection a sitcom like it's like it's like a mixture of various sitcoms different generations like it has a little bit of the 80s a little bit of the 2000s in there because it just has that raunchy it's like that that weird raunchy humor and that stupid 80s characterization but without this with but without that um depth or intellectual yeah the, the intellectual substance of depth of like a modern day sitcom so whatever um, Jim, I thought all the performances, they did the best they could. I don't have nothing really against them. Um, like I said, uh, I <laughs> okay, okay, breathe, soft. London, breathe. You can get through this. <laughs> also too, uh, FYI, I saw this like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so like, I barely remember. Like I said, well, I remember I, saw, I laughed a couple of times. I don't even remember when. <laughs> I yeah, can't remember no. I just—I literally all. just
0: watched this right before we recorded, and I don't even remember what made me laugh. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, oh god, blah blah blah.
0: I'm just gonna just—I'm um, looking. Go, I
1: actually took notes, so. Yeah, like I said, I think the—I think the biggest problem is that this is a very dark premise, but the film makes light of it, and it's. It's it's annoying because the characterization is so off with everyone. Like no one would react in the way that they that the film portrays them to be. Well, except for the brother, the the, um, the brother from Family B.
0: But yeah, but he's barely in the movie anyway. It, so. it,
1: it, yeah, exactly. He's more like a punchline. But so <laughs> he ate a cookie with a fortune in it.
0: Ha ha ha! Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, whatever.
1: Um, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> okay, I will say this. I kind of like the score. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm shooting. I'm, just, I'm trying. <laughs> so. I know. No, I again, I
0: have some like mildly positive things, and they're all like very neglect- negligible details. <laughs> yeah. I actually liked the, the
1: titles in the beginning. I thought they were creative.
0: You know, they oh, had... speaking of titles, uh, do you know what the original title for this movie was? Oh, what? Uh, originally, it was going to be called You Can Choose Your Own Family. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, uh, yeah, nobody's going to watch this movie. that has that title in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like a freaking, it's not like a, 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 a quantum dreams game. <laughs> <laughs> well, n- not like that, but like it, it almost implies a more negative message than what they were trying to aim for. You're just like, um, the the whole idea that he's a bigamist already is problematic to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. More like a Telltale Heart, a Telltale game. <laughs> <Those kids. laughs> yeah, I like Quantum Dreams and Telltale, so you shut it. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose your own family. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Now, if this was a choose your own adventure story, I'd be slightly more interested in it. It's like watching that, but someone chooses all the dick options. For your character. <laughs> okay, let me let me get this. Let me get this done. We gotta get we gotta get over this. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So blah blah blah. I didn't like the movie the end. Okay. So um, I'm gonna give this a uh, let's see three counts of felonious bigamy out of ten.
0: Yeah, I think I have almost exactly the same rating as you, and for almost all the same reasons. Uh, again, if this movie was meant to be like a Shakespearean farce, like kind of like a. Uh, uh, what's, a what's a good example? Like a Midsummer Night Dream yeah. or, or, um, or.
1: Like a comedy of errors, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's supposed to be a comedy of errors. They're clearly trying to direct it as a comedy of errors, except <laughs> it's not funny that's the biggest thing it's so gosh dang dramatic in the points w- in the points where it shouldn't be dramatic and when they try to be funny it's just so not funny like it's just it's just a limp lifeless little movie that tries to sell this bs message about itself and again maybe i'm taking that little personally from just again my own experiences of stuff that happened in my family but it just shows how trivial they treat this especially the way that it ends and how they treat anna Gunn's character at the end mm-hmm. you're just like oh, wow, you guys really just didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. I mean, the fact that Walter White comes in at the end and just says, like, hey, I'm back, baby. Like, oh, okay. She just <laughs> runs off to him in his arms and they leave and, like, and he shoots, shoots Frank. I mean, I did not expect that to happen.
0: That would have been a much better ending <laughs> than what they did <laughs> with her. Oh, now I'm going to write this uh, Breaking Bad fan fiction cropped over with being Frank. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I gradually learned to hate this movie as it went along, where it just... It's just so mean-spirited under its in, a, in an undertone. Like again, it's not trying to be mean-spirited, but everything it does is just so the wrong message. And I don't know what this movie is trying to say, but I ain't buying any of it. So I'm gonna give this movie, oh boy, three out of ten amateur rock stars in the making. Because <laughs> <laughs> the kid also wants to become a musician, and when you hear him play, you're just like. Yeah, he's going to be playing in his parents' basement uh, sometime in the future. So, good luck with that, buddy. Oh, very good. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess well, he's going to NYU, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like it's a prohibitively inspe- expensive college for him to go to to be a musician. Oh, you know what's funny?
1: You can also tell that it's, it took place in the 90s because when he, when he gave that check for the first year, <laughs> the tuition for the first semester... Oh yeah, and this show. It was just like it was like like eight thousand something. I'm like, oh my god, it's so in the nineties.
0: Okay, here's the other question too. <laughs> right before we leave, yeah, what is Jim Gaffigan's job? Like, what job does he have that allows him to financially support two families? In this, I,
1: I think they said that he owns a ketchup factory. <laughs> okay. I, 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 no, I'm, I'm serious. I think at the very oh no, no 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 what
0: what okay because yeah he used to, they met each other at a ketchup factory because his, his fake friend Richie who was his cover story for his for himself yeah. yeah. You know what? Who cares? <laughs> I, I asked that question. and I now, I now completely have lost interest in it. <laughs> hey,
1: well, I guess that's one note you can get from it. Hey, ketchup will be ketchup is a big market in the '90s. So if you ever take a time machine, go back in time and invest in ketchup. <laughs> this movie should
0: have catched up with a lot of better comedy and good drama. <laughs>